Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're tuned to the Steve Donahue Show on CPL Radio, your one-stop daily source for Steve's take on the world of books. And now your host, the book critic who literally reads everything, Steve Donahue. Greetings, fellow patrons of the Cedarburg Public Library, and welcome back to the Steve Donahue Show, where we discuss bookish news, views, and reviews with a gleam of anticipation. <laughs> that uh, gleam of anticipation can be hard to come by on a Thursday since Thursdays are the wretched stepchild of the weekdays. <laughs> they have none of the we're-all-in-this-together camaraderie of Mondays, nor any of the grim, communal, grin-and-bear-it of Wednesdays, nor the heels-in-the-air abandon of Fridays. <laughs> On Thursdays, it can be difficult to get the old sludge moving in the veins. <laughs> I don't know about you, but whenever I need a quick and dirty boost of illegitimate outrage, I turn to Twitter. It's on Twitter more than on any other site that you can be almost guaranteed of latching onto something outrageous, hilarious, or infuriating. Two out of three of those certainly apply to a recent dust-up I saw there, something I thought I'd share with you in an attempt to pump a little bloody-mindedness into your own Thursday. The dust-up in question took the form, as so many do, of a tweet thread, which is what some tweeters construct out of many individual tweets when no individual tweet is quite getting them the attention they're craving at the moment. As you may know, Twitter has a character limit of 240 for any single tweet, and that's not nearly enough for some people to express in full detail just how right they are and just how wrong you, uh, sorry, y'all, are. The tweet today is author Alicia Elliott, whose 2019 book A Mind Spread Out on the Ground was recently giving a glowing review in the New York Times. Such good news! I hear you saying, every author's dream. <laughs> but that's distinctly pre-21st century thinking, I'm afraid. Elise Elliott took to Twitter to let everybody know how unhappy she still is with that positive review. She starts her thread off with the word so. 
which means that you know to settle in for a nice long one and not to interrupt. Uh, she was immediately afraid that the reviewer would consider her book to be, quote, trauma porn designed to make non-Indigenous folks feel pity for me, and that's not my goal. Uh, she goes on. This is the problem with reviews, she, she writes. Uh, people who are paid for their supposed expertise in reading are given carte blanche to misinterpret however they please. For example, the reviewer said my book is a memoir. It isn't. It's a book of essays. I specifically chose that as an artist. Just so we're clear, at one point, Elliot herself, in this same thread, describes her work this way, quote, I wrote about my own experiences and the ways that the unconditional love of my parents and my community delivered me whole and unafraid into this world where I now have to speak up against a misguided NYT review. Sure sounds like an autobiography now, doesn't it? <laughs> but keep in mind, the misguided New York Times review was positive. It was a rave. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, she goes on in a paragraph that in any previous century of human history would be one that would hang around the author like an albatross, a wine of such incredible cluelessness and arrogance that although the author who made it might still go on to have a career, snippets from the wine would be snickered in whispers at every conference she attended until she died. This is the comment. Quote, Most disappointing, though, there isn't a single mention of my use of form, my careful craft, the innovative ways I engaged with the essay form, the ways I brought in pulp cultural, pop cultural elements, as disparate as Vanderkump Rules, Kanye West, Britney Spears, BLM, Halloween, Dark Matter. <laughs> I know it's not considered good form for authors to speak back to reviewers, she goes on. But Haudenosaunee women, uh, that's the, the American Indian tribe that she belongs to, don't sit down and take disrespect. We speak back. So no, I'm not going to fake gratefulness for a review that completely misrepresented my work and assumed authorial intent. Keep in mind, once again, the review in the New York Times was positive. <laughs> it was a positive review in the New York Times. That's the thing that she is claiming an ethnic pride in not being grateful for. Uh, and there's a lot more along these lines. And if you thought that was bad, oh, oh my fellow patrons, you shouldn't read the comments to those tweets or you're going to get even more depressed. They are absolutely jammed full of people earnestly and sincerely expressing their condolences that Elliot had to go through this ordeal, earnestly and sincerely comparing a lazy, trite review to a trauma or bereavement, earnestly and sincerely urging her to keep going somehow, to carry on for all our sakes, even carrying the burden of a positive review of her book in the New York Times. <sighs> Elliot's tweet thread doesn't get much right. It need hardly be said, I think. She makes the same assumption that most arrogant Tyro authors make, that they are the final arbiters of what kind of book they wrote, what its strengths were, how its narrative can and cannot be interpreted. In the real world, nothing could be further from the truth. The author sends their book out into the world, and how it's received is entirely the world's call, not theirs. But even so, Elliot is right about a couple of things. She entirely, she's entirely correct, for instance, that it is indeed bad form for a writer to speak back to a reviewer. Not on cultural grounds. I don't know where that comes from. Irish women don't sit down and take disrespect either. They don't need to go on about it this way. Uh, and 
the that mention of her tribe directly in, implies that the reviewer who is giving her disrespect, first of all, the review has no disrespect in it at all, unless you mean disrespect is not agreeing with the author on every single thing that comes out of her mouth. <laughs> but uh, the implication there is that the fact that she is from that tribe is the reason why the author did it. In fact, in other words, it doesn't take this author long at all to imply racism, to play the racism card. Uh, but on professional grounds, th those, that's the, the professional grounds are the real reason not to talk back to a writer, to a reviewer, not to complain about a review of your book, especially a positive review in the New York Times. How probably it's pointless to bring up such a distinction in an era where people routinely preface announcement of some new job by saying now some personal news. Uh, but nevertheless, unless a reviewer gets a matter of flat fact wrong, it's unprofessional to whine about the treatment you get from them, especially if the review is, as this one was, entirely positive. It's the worst kind of spoiled brat thing to do reading the review your book got in the New York Times and complaining that it wasn't complimentary enough to your stunning references to Kanye West and Britney Spears. And more darkly, Elliot was also right uh, to ignore that age-old custom and take to Twitter to whine in public about how her glowing New York Times review wasn't glowing enough. She accurately gauged our cultural moment. The replies she received are ample demonstration of that. Nobody calling her a spoiled, entitled brat Nobody mentioning ingratitude. No struggling authors mentioning how much they'd love a review in the Times. Just tearful expressions of solidarity for the author on her own private trail of tears for getting a positive review in the New York Times. And on the whole, things get darker still. As mentioned, it's Thursday. By the end of business on Friday, the Times will have issued a full-throated apology for the glowing review they gave Elliot's book driven by the same weird fear of a handful of angry Twitter users that seems to motivate other gigantic organizations, the Times will grovel in apology, ostentatiously unfriend the reviewer, who will be doxxed, stalked, and blacklisted in turn, and promise to be better. This is the era, one in which the strategic use of a handful of key phrases or insinuations can render you forever exempt from criticism, evaluation, or even, in this case, praise, unless that praise parrots exactly what you want it to. Every book Elliot writes from now until the day she dies will be soaringly praised in the New York Times, all because she took to Twitter and whined like a pampered grade schooler. And it's on that admittedly depressing note <laughs> that we come to the end of another episode of the Steve Donahue Show, fellow patrons. I'll take it, I'll make it up to you uh, tomorrow with lots of fun book talk, I promise. And in the meantime, I'll sign off for now and wish you all a very good bookish day. And remember... If your book gets a glowing review in the New York Times, smile and nod and stay the hell off Twitter. The Steve Donahue Show is a production of CPL Radio, a service of the Cedarburg Public Library located in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.